This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Bon dia, como esta, everybody? Good morning. This, of course, is Shiloh. Welcome to episode 12 of Spin Control. I tossed in a little Portuguese there because I'm feeling very global and very international this week. I got pretty excited when I noticed on the board that we have quite a few listeners located around the world. Right now on the Ravelry group, we have 129 members, including listeners located in Canada, Australia, the UK, Japan, and Norway. That, I think, is pretty darn awesome. Radical even, if you will. And it just really makes me excited to know that there are people all over the world listening to my little show. A special thanks to all of our international listeners tuning in each week. I really appreciate it. To kick things off, of course, we're going to start with some updates. The repurpose along is coming along just nicely. By the time you hear this episode, I will have uploaded some photos of the market bags so everybody can see what those pending prizes are. And that's pretty awesome. Of course, I'm really in a weird place this week, so I haven't actually taken the photos. So in between editing this episode and all of the other things that I have to do on this beautiful Saturday morning, I will be taking those photos. Also on the repurpose along, you guys should go over and check out the entries that we've got on the Ravelry group. We have some really, really cool entries, including a t-shirt yarn project that was submitted by Fiberfriend. It's really cool. She included quite a few photos so you can see exactly how she did it. And taking on a t-shirt yarn project is also one of the things I plan on doing today. Thank you, Fiber Friend. Very inspirational photos and great submission. In other events, of course, we have the Tour de Fleece coming up. And I keep forgetting to mention our wonderful team Sasquatch is including not just spinners in this event. Of course, there is the hand cyclist category. Miss Gigi from the Knit More Girls is knitting. And those of you who are knitters and crocheters, feel free to participate as hand cyclists in the Tour de Fleece this coming up event. That'd be fantastic. That's about all I've got this week for updates, so I guess it's time to kick off the rest of this podcast. This week in Spin a Tale, I'm going to share with you my little experience of coming out to my knit group. I know that sounds strange, but this is what happened. Well, as you know, I have been recording this podcast since April. We're on episode 12. And I didn't tell anybody in my knit group that I was recording a podcast. So, well, I kind of kept it a secret because, well, what if I tanked? What if it was awful? And then I'd have to be like embarrassed in person with, you know, some of my closest and dearest friends. So I chose not to tell them about it until I decided whether or not I was going to stick with it. Two of my knit group members discovered the podcast on their own and they seemed to like it. So this past Knitting Wednesday, I told the table that I've been producing a podcast. Many of them were shocked, surprised. Some I think were a little disappointed that I didn't tell them before. But hey, that happens. I'm happy with recording. I think you guys are happy with listening. So it was time to tell the knit group that I'm a podcaster. And they're great. So a special hello to the Metro East Sip and Stitch group. Thank you guys for your understanding and your patience and for being 
the greatest people on the planet. This week in spinning my wheels, well, I haven't really done anything. Well, I've done a lot, but I haven't finished anything. I haven't started anything new. It just really seems to be a very strange time in my crafting life. Maybe it's summer that's making things kind of weird. I'm very, very, very busy. It seems like four days out of my five work days, I rush home, change my clothes, and head off someplace with the kids. We've got swim team, we've got softball, we've got other friends to pick up and drop off, and all sorts of summary business because the kids don't have school. Not to say that I haven't gotten anything done. I just really haven't gotten anything tangible accomplished. I don't have any finished projects. I haven't cast anything on. It's weird. I don't have anything on my bobbins right now for spinning. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. But it's not bad. Back to all of those things that I've managed to get accomplished. It's like making progress without having a concrete item in your hand. One thing that I've been talking about for quite a few weeks, as you may know, is cleaning the craft room. And boy, did I clean the craft room. I knocked it out. I not only sorted through everything that was in here, I got rid of stuff I was never going to use. I organized my fabric, my books, my magazines. Um, I optimized the room that I actually have in my craft room by getting some of the things off of my workspace table and mounting them on the wall. Like I have a sleeve ironing board and a small ironing board that like set right on my table when I need to use them. Those are mounted on the wall. I've got this cute little thread rack that I mounted to the wall. So now that cleared up quite a bit of workspace on my table. That's really cool. I got everything organized and cleaned. I have a reliable power source in here now so that I can run my sewing machine, the iron, and all of that stuff that I might need in my little craft area. So that is quite an accomplishment. And I plan on taking photos sometime today and I will upload those to my personal blog. So if you want to check those out, you can see the before and after of my craft area. What else do I have going on? In knitting, I finished quite a few things last week. I'm kind of focusing on the couple of little projects that I have existing on the needles. I'm working on my hand spun socks, which is cool because it's the first time I've made socks out of my own hand spun and I'm really enjoying those. They have a really simple stitch pattern that was super simple to memorize. So I'm able to take those wherever I go. You know, they fit in my purse really easily and I can take them to all those events like softball and knit night and swim team. So those are working out really nicely. And then of course I have the cobblestone and that makes for great TV knitting or lounging around at the house knitting. And really nothing else has been accomplished. The reason those haven't progressed any further is because it has been too darn hot here to knit anything, even socks. Oh my God, when I'm sitting out there on the softball field and the heat index is like 101 degrees and the humidity is outrageous, I'm not touching wool. There's no way. So that's what's going on in my knitting life in spinning. Yeah, haven't done anything in spinning either. Kind of. Non-tangibles there as well. In preparation for Tour de Felice, I have really been getting into the book Respect the Spindle by Abby Frankamont, and that's a, a really good read so far. I'm enjoying that and hope to put my spin on that next week. That's pretty awesome. I'm enjoying reading that, and I managed to decide which fiber I'm going to spin in Tour de Felice. I told you it was up for debate, but I decided on spinning the fiber from It's Just Megan's Shop. Her shop's called The Sheep Says. 
and the fiber, it's a four ounce bat of BFL. It's hand dyed and the colorway is called Spinnamon Bun. And that's excited. At first, I wasn't sure if I actually had four ounces of it, but I do. And I can't wait to dive into that. And I'll link to the Sheep Says shop on the show notes. And it's really weird, but I keep hearing my family rumbling around in the background. It's a Saturday morning. I normally record this podcast on Thursday night, but summer got in the way. And I really expect my husband to pop his head in at any minute and make his podcast debut. So I guess we'll have to see if that happens. In sewing... Um, I've been searching for a little pattern for like a zipper pouch because I want to conquer the zipper. Um, I've tried a couple. They're not working out too great and the zipper is frustrating me. So I really want to try a couple of different patterns here in the near future so that I can conquer the zipper. That'll be cool. Um, also in sewing, one of the things that I've been doing is contemplating future projects. I have a couple of little ideas And what I do is I carry this little notebook around in my purse and I like draw out my pattern ideas and I make notes on what I want to do and how I want to execute those things. And right now I've got two that are like burning in my mind. So I need to work out all the details on those and then I will dive into trying to get those done. And spinning my wheels has just been, I guess I got the brakes on this week, but I'm getting a lot accomplished leading up to future greatness in projects. So I guess we'll have to see how that goes. This week, I am going to put my spin on a YouTube video. Just because I haven't accomplished any knitting in the past week doesn't mean that I don't have strong opinions about stuff. Um, when I finished my slip jig socks, I went to my trusty favorite YouTube video to accomplish the Kitchener stitch. I don't know what it is, but I cannot do Kitchener looking at written directions. I just can't. I tried, and I actually ended up completely undoing an entire Kitchenered toe because it was awful. I have no idea how I screwed it up. But I turned to the Knit Witches YouTube tutorial on the Kitchener stitch. It's fantastic. I love it. Every time I've done the Kitchener stitch, which is only like five times, I have used her video to get me through it. I tried written directions. I tried help from friends. None of it worked. But the Knit Witches video is perfect. It gets me through it every single time. The video is clear. Her voice is clear. Her instructions are easy. She uses like like contrasting yarns so you can see what she's doing exactly where the stitching yarn is going through the live stitches. It's a really great tutorial and it has helped me conquer my fear of the Kitchener stitch. Maybe someday in the future I will actually be able to do the Kitchener stitch without the video. But until then I will turn to the Knit Witches tutorial every single time. This week, I am all spun up about my new sewing machine. Yes, I got a new sewing machine, and this one is not disposable by any means. It is like a Cadillac of sewing machines. It is so, like, techie that all of the reference books call it a sewing computer. I love it. It's fantastic. Over the past week, I acquired a Bernina Aurora 430. It's not the highest end Bernina, and it's not the lowest end Bernina. It's like a mid-range embroidery machine, which is truly fantastic. I have not had the opportunity to test out every single capability of this machine, but so far, I am truly, truly enjoying it. 
I am really excited about diving into this machine and seeing all that it could do. One thing with the embroidery, it's all computerized and like has really intense software to execute the embroidery. You can use existing embroidery designs and design and create your own. This is awesome. I got a lot of little things rolling around in my head that would be fantastic to, as embroidery designs. So I'm pretty excited. I'm still kind of getting ready to dive into it because I actually need to be able to hook it up to a computer. And I didn't want to hook it up to my regular everyday laptop because I think the software is probably going to be intense enough and the size of the files are going to be large enough that it bogged down what I it bogged down my everyday computer and I certainly do not want that. However, we had a laptop sitting on the shelf that really was kind of collecting dust and all it needed was a $12.99 cable because one of our dogs had chewed the cable <laughs> to get it going. It's not reliable on the internet anymore, but for this new purpose it won't need to be. So, I'm just really totally stoked. Oh my god. This machine is kick-ass, and I'm going to be able to do so much with it. And it's not disposable. This machine is going to take on some projects without fail, and I'm excited about it. And it was on sale. We talked about sales last week. You know how I feel about them. This was like deal of the day, could not be passed up kind of stuff I'm talking about. And I even got an additional discount on the embroidery software because the ladies at my local quilting shop did not want me to be, they were concerned that I was going to be disappointed and not be able to do everything I wanted to do if I didn't get software. So they discounted quite a bit to make sure that I walked out of that store with like all the bells and whistles. So it was fantastic. Now I haven't gotten rid of the little machine, my little, uh, you know, the disposable machine. However, the disposable machine is going to stay in the family and really make my girls all spun up because now they'll be able to use mommy's sewing machine and I can teach them how to sew. So far they are far more interested in sewing than they have been in any of the other crafts that mommy takes on. So having the sewing machine that is a little bit more low tech, a little bit more their speed, um, a little less of a liability in terms of cost if there is damage to it, makes everybody in my household very happy. This sewing machine I would liken my excitement to my husband's excitement about getting the new wall-mounted flat-screen TV set up downstairs with his PS3. This is cool. I love it, and I could not be happier with my purchase. And as I start diving into some of those bells and whistles, I'll be sure to share them with you. Wow, this really was a short and sweet episode. And it's already time to spin off. Without a ton of projects in the works, there's not a whole lot to talk about. I enjoyed recording, though. It's been a strange, strange summer week. Normally, I record this podcast on Thursday nights, as you know, but this time, I'm actually recording on a Saturday morning while my family sleeps. My husband is up and roaming around the house and has yet to pop his head in, so I guess he's not going to make his podcast debut this week. Um, to wrap this up, I want to thank everybody that's gone ahead and headed over to iTunes and added some reviews. If you get the time, please review this podcast and your other favorite podcasts on iTunes so that other folks 
have better access to them and can find them more easily. That's fantastic. I appreciate everybody who's already done that. And if you happen to be roaming around iTunes, please stop by and add a review. That'd be fantastic. This week's song is Summer of the Evening by Golden Boy. It's a nice chill song and I really enjoy it and I hope that you do too. As always, you can check out the show notes page at spincontrolpodcast.com. Email me at a joyfulgirlknits at gmail.com. Catch me on Ravelry as a joyful girl or follow me on Twitter as a joyful girl maid. Catch y'all later. Thanks again. In the summer of the evening, we took the van up north. In the summer of the evening, I think we found our course just outside of Fresno. In the pouring rain, in the summer of the evening, in the summer of the evening, in the morning of the day, in the summer of the evening, we kickstart the truck, and we're headed round the corner, and there's no time to duck, so you pull your leather jacket. Close around your heart So you pull your leather jacket In the summer of the evening In the morning of the day In the summer of the